Well, um, we're going to continue in um, our worship by hearing. Uh, we've been uh, here, I think we've heard from, I don't know how many people who've come and uh, went to, to Ecuador um, this past summer and have returned and have been sharing the work that God's been doing in them and, and through them. And so today, our last uh, team member, Yeti Han, is going to come and she's going to share um, the work that God's done in her. So let's welcome her up uh, with a round of applause. This was my second time back in Ecuador, and I couldn't believe I was turning back to the place where my heart had longed to be for a whole year. It was strange. I was so confused about how I was feeling towards the trip. I was excited to be back, but nervous at the same time. Nervous that I might be a hot mess when I returned to the places where I had left unsettled and unresolved emotions. Coming back from Ecuador last year was rough. Um, leaving without knowing if Tico was still alive, leaving hopeless was not the way I had pictured coming home from a mission trip. God is good, though. Um, the fourth day into the trip, the schedule allowed for last year's team to go back to the exact same spot where the on the river where we had last seen Tico. Um, as I stood looking out at the river, I reflected back to one of the harder moments for me on the la on last year's trip. We were told um, the chances of finding Tico were higher if it didn't rain and if the water's, um, water level stayed low. A little bit after, um, it got gloomy and it started to rain. In that moment, while I stood there in the rain, I felt so discouraged, hopeless, and desperate. I said all sorts of, how are we going to find him now? God, I promise to commit to you more if you bring him back. Compromise. I was basically making deals with God, trying to control a situation and make it better. I wanted answers. I wanted to control something that was totally beyond me. I wanted to figure out something that I wouldn't be able to understand. Now, fast forward a year, and I'm back at the river, and guess what? The weather condition was just like it was last year, gloomy and wet. Even though I was reminded of how I felt last year, I wasn't discouraged this time around. I actually felt hopeful because before we left for the river, we had a chance to visit the Joshua Project, and I got to see with my own eyes the big movement um, and the work that was being done through Tico's life. I actually felt a sense of excitement and was proud that his life was leaving such a mark in Ecuador. I knew God was telling me that it wasn't a time to feel sad anymore because Tico's life was not going to waste. I don't believe in a God of coincidence. I believe that God meets my needs in every specific way and intimate way. Um, he knew how I was hurting last year, and he made it possible for me to heal and experience everything differently this time around. Obviously, Ecuador had made a huge impression on me last year, and God made sure I learned something this year, too. A memorable conversation I had was after a house church meeting that my group visited in Quito. <laughs> it seemed like we were all interested in getting to know each other's culture more than anything. Pastor Henry's wife, Miss Olga, and other members of the house church told us that in Ecuador, dancing to secular music, alcohol, sex, and drugs are all closely tied together. Because of that, Ecuadorian Christians don't participate in any of those activities. They want to be a good example for those who don't know Christ by totally cutting themselves off from the world to be set apart. When Miss Olga asked, then asked me if Christians dance and party in the States, I felt so uncomfortable and wanted to sink into my chair. 
I didn't know how to respond. I basically beat around the bush and didn't really give her a solid answer. How could I answer truthfully and confidently knowing that I wasn't exactly living this out myself? This past year, I was in a bad place spiritually with this nasty, I'm doing what I want and no one can stop me attitude. I found myself burnt out from hiding from the truth, putting up so many fronts, lying to my parents, compromising in many ways, and having the worst fallout in my relationship with God. I was embarrassed and defeated looking back on my wasted years of living. Yet I knew God was calling me to be better than the dead-end life I was living this past year. Every single time I messed up or gave in to my desires, all I saw was God's grace and provision. How can I forget about my Heavenly Father who accepts me with open arms? How could I turn my back on this kind of love? This is one of the biggest lessons that God taught me while I was in Ecuador, that God's love for me is deep and his grace knows no bounds. Just so I know that God was near to me and my teammates in both the difficult and exciting times in Ecuador, I know that we wouldn't have been able to experience that if you guys didn't pray for us to have open hearts. So thank you for those who faithfully pray for us back home. Um, I would love to return the favor and pray for those who want to go in November or next summer. Thanks.